0: Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Betty
1: Ball I'm Stevie B And I'm Jay Sykes
0: Oh wow, that's new. you Hello. He's
1: a Macdon. Uh, but No, I'm confused, there's three of us <laughs> He's
0: a Macdon She's a Macdon. from,
1: from South Shields And
0: Jay is from Huddersfield She is from Huddersfield, from Huddersfield. Yeah. And
1: this is Speak Up Sunderland! Woo!
0: Wow, that was weird.
2: (laughs) So for anyone who's not heard of Speak Up Sunderland before, we're the kind of podcast that like to support things happening here in Sunderland. People that deserve being talked about, events and projects that matter in this city, and that's a reason why Betty and Stevie were so keen to come on board
1: with Speak Up Sunderland in the first place.
0: Yes, and it has been one hell of a year, 2019.
1: Oh, boy. It's an emotional journey for us because we're really attached to Sunderland, like I say in every podcast that I do, I'm born and bred here, so to meet people that I've never met before, to learn something new about Sunderland that I've never heard before, because you think you know everything about it, you don't, even some of the people that's already here, that we've met a few times, to see them come back is, is a joy and I just love that we evolve this month by month into something else, I love it and I'm proud to do it and every episode I get emotional. I'll probably be super emotional tonight because I've seen what we're going to do. I've spoken to some of the guests already. I need a bucket down here for, for the emotions. oh, on you a little
0: sweetheart. It's going to be sweetheart. good. And
1: I think I'm feeling festive
0: Oh, that's lovely. But it doesn't stop there. 2020 is jam-packed full of weird, wonderful, amazing things that you're doing, we're going to be doing, and everything else in between. Isn't that right, Producer Jay Sykes?
1: Hi. She says handing it over to him.
2: Yeah, as ever, if you have projects that you want being talked about, whether that's in this space, in the fire station, by the way, thank you so much to the fire station for giving us this space and for supporting us. They're wonderful. Whether that's at these events or whether that's on the podcast itself, we want to promote things that you're doing. So whether that's creative projects or events, or if, you're, if your business is doing something, or, or if, you're, if you know somebody that needs a voice behind them where they don't have one, we want to be that platform for you
1: yeah <laughs> i would add on to that That just remember that we are a platform if you do have something that you think is whatever size whatever interest if you yeah. wanted a platform we want to hear from you we want you to approach us approach us on the website approach us directly if it's anything to do with Sunderland or link to Sunderland, come and see us because we want to give you that platform
0: remember nothing freaks wild out weird and wonderful give her it because it makes a fantastic podcast i mean i think the last one we did here was ha- like a halloween Halloween special, that freaked
1: me out quite a bit and actually. that was really <laughs>
0: freaky deaky but it was so different and unique and i would have never have known yeah. that they were right here in the city of sunderland i forgot their f- names because they freaked me out that much
2: spectral visions That's press the one. and they're a collective of writers based in sunderland that specialize in gothic literature Really nice. It was quite scary,
1: actually. She
0: took it all in, her heart starting to race, and quick as a flash, she smashed in his face with a wrench that she kept in her killer's tool case, lodged deep in her basket, should victims appear. For our little Red was not what she seemed. Her wild acts of carnage could not have been dreamed by her gran or her ma, whose head she had steamed after cutting her throat with a knife. Beautiful Morticia Adams I called her.
2: Alison <laughs> <laughs> with... Younger and her husband Colin.
0: And she gave us this poem that made me look at Little Red Riding Hood completely differently. Like really differently. If if you like blood, guts and gore, that's definitely your thing
1: it was quite scary I didn't get to sleep till three o'clock that night I'm serious I kept thinking of all these stories and people getting chopped up (laughs) it was gory It was good
2: though. However, we do have plans for this next year. We've still got these monthly events happening. Thanks again to the fire station. They're going to continue. um, So do look out for those in the future. But also we wanted to start doing something a bit more like we used to do a year ago. And because of our busy, hectic lives, Betty now sort of lives half of her life in Edinburgh. Stevie before didn't have a full-time job. Now he works nine to five. Every or, day or night shift
1: lights. or bad shift uh-huh.
2: and then Betty works weekends so getting everyone together often is really quite difficult and we wanted to do something that was more like the old Speak Up Sunderland that was like let's get in the car and go do something crazy and see, and meet the people of Sunderland in Sunderland in
0: Push people lived down there Push, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was right, it was called The Toppers
2: <laughs> and The Bottomers that's basically what it was let
0: okay, let's go take a walk down right. memory lane OK, so I'm going to walk down the village Yeah, yeah okay. All right,
1: in. Growing up in Riot for me, the only good thing about it was the bus that left to go to the town. And I think most people feel like when you're a teenager, you just want to get out. You hate the place you brought up in. And for me, it always felt far too small. Everybody was far too nosy about wanting to know... We came
2: up with this idea that was like, what if we challenged Betty Ball to go do things in Sunderland or in the area that put her out of a comfort zone?
0: Big time. (laughs) big time you're horrible I'm just saying <laughs> I like this for some reason well somebody's got to.
2: <laughs> well, you just get to sit back don't you yeah you just get to
1: watch I like the thought that she's doing swim. something she doesn't like to do
2: so we're starting these in the new year we're going to be starting in January and they'll be monthly throughout the rest of the year and I made like a taster version of what the first of these is going to sound However, like
0: However, I made the name and the name <laughs> God, is the name. so me it's called balls deep that's all I'm saying.
1: Yes. Welcome to the gutter life of Betty. <laughs>
0: it's not. It's very, very... You'll you Just play it. You, they'll know.
2: Phil, who's been here many of our, our live episodes, you should have seen his face when you said balls deep.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there yes. we go. And Catchy, we though. Know, and we know why. I've
0: never had any complaints. Actually, I've never heard this. I did. I did this podcast, but I've never heard it edited down. So I'm hearing it for the first time, and you are hearing it for the first time. <laughs> So, this could be anything.
1: <laughs> this
2: is Balls Deep. 30 minutes, 40 minutes of hard, intense cardio
1: with very little rest.
0: Ah, I need to get into this. I'm just trying to figure out I, where I am right at the moment.
1: A new spin-off series, part of the Speak Up Sundland podcast.
0: I've went from cleaning me house and chasing me cat around to medicine balls, probably half my body weight. I'm just
1: looking to see if she's willing to put the graft in with intense experiences and awkward situations in the area.
0: Every time Lee keeps lifting up his balls, gets us a bit nervous. <laughs> Two circuits,
2: each with five exercises. Going to do each of them three times. We'll do the first three, minute rest, then the next three.
0: There is a lot of humans here, all different shapes and sizes, but the guys are, like, beast. Proper, like, tanky-tanks.
1: I'm Stevie B. Every month, I challenge our host, Betty Ball, to go balls deep. Balls deep? <laughs> Is this going to have music in the background? Yeah. Ah, oh, right. Bloody no hell. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting her through her pits. Sweating like a fat ass in
0: Jumping Jack. Drop jumping jack, Betty. I don't like Jack.
1: Whether that's with hard-as-nails fitness instructors.
0: God, there's an element of I hate you right now.
1: Getting her art on, drawing naked people one, oh. or whatever we can think
0: of. <laughs> people like avoid doing stuff like this because of confidence and stuff.
1: It's like
2: a small group like this as well. You of the bus and everyone cracks on, everyone gets on with each other.
0: There's no <laughs> ego. You can get what you want out of this and have a bit of crack while you do it. And Betty is like, killed it. I did think she was going to slap me when I mentioned the last bit, but it's all good. You get addicted to stuff like this and Lee's really, really good and everyone seems to be here for the right reasons as well because it's such a small class you really do get like balls deep into it (laughs) except if I ever see a big long rope at a circle and make me climb it again, I'll probably cry So if anyone's interested in doing what I've just done go to Facebook and go to Raw Fitness and Lee and all the info will be there
1: Have you got an idea you want to put Betty through?
0: I think I'm really going to look forward to doing balls deep if I'm brutally honest because this is the stuff that I'm going to be doing Ha! Stevie, I hated you at first, I actually quite liked it at the end.
1: If you run activities or classes in Sunderland, or you want to promote your business, get in touch. (laughs) So, there's our first balls deep taste. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy.
0: It it hurt.
1: (laughs) This is just the first one. Oh, there's so many ideas going to my head now. Oh,
0: no. But to be fair, that was quite a challenge. But Balls Deep was a bit of a. I don't know, we kind of like a brain fart.
2: A but brain fart? Yeah. A, a, bri- a brain
0: fart? Because when I like, wanted to do something that was a bit more fun and a bit more challenging, yeah. and we were like, well, what are we going to do? Well, put me through hell. And voila, Balls Deep just kind of appeared. What's that, yeah. Deb? Yes. The Boxing Day dip,
2: the Boxing day dip in Roka. On oh, Roka? What time is I'm it? Oh,
0: man, man. I like no idea because I've never done it. Boxing Day. <laughs> 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 a Boxing
1: Day dip wearing a Sunderland top Yeah,
0: Sunderland Yeah Oh, there's a hand Oh Lord Clean Pro Wrestling Training
1: Yes Yes, I like that one I love these I'm going to write these down Just in case we didn't hear that on the mic Pro Wrestling Training Camp
0: uh, Anybody aware I'm a total fairy princess Yeah, that's why you said it
2: <laughs> So we've had suggested for Betty to go do The Boxing Day Dip to go pro-wrestling. Deb? I have another one. <laughs> you said
0: that you were a princess, next time you do a podcast, you need to be dressed as a princess. Oh, that, oh that's easy. That one not be a challenge. <laughs> oh, I could do that that time.
2: That's sorry, she's a diva anyway. <laughs> and you might have heard in that promo thing I put together as well, that the next thing that you're doing next month over at Centre Washington is doing life drawing.
0: And then naked naked, as in birthday suit naked.
2: Yeah. As in birthday suit naked, Oh, I mean, you won't be. They will be.
0: I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad it's a podcast. Um, but well, you get free
1: expected. wine with that one. <gasps> oh. You might need it.
0: <laughs> Do I get a magnifying glass? I need to get the detail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you need a magnifying glass, going life drawing, you've done something wrong. Yeah, he's not going to be your friend. Yeah. So if you have any more suggestions, then thank you to Phil, to Ken, to Deb, and what was your name? Sorry. Uh, to Bev as well thank you so much for your suggestions if you've got any more then please do get in contact with us as you know you can usually we're at speakupsun on Twitter and Instagram that's at speakupsun or on
1: Facebook as well speakupsun.com website oh yeah (laughs) speakupsunderland.com boom
2: so that's one of the projects that we've got coming up next year but there's also another reason that I'm sat at the front here as well we have another series that we're going to be starting in April next year It's a series that I'm working on independently, but is coming into Speak Up Sunderland. Does anyone know about the developments of the elephant tea rooms here in Sunderland? At the moment, for those who don't, they're being redeveloped and changed into a public access library that contains archive and books that are specific to the history of Sunderland. So I'm involved in terms of recording people's stories that relate to that building and the surrounding areas. And part of that project is that we're collecting memories that people have of that building, whatever stage it was at the time, whether it was when it was a bank or when it was like the tea room back in the day and collecting those together and making that into a series. And I'm doing that in partnership with Living History Northeast and Sunderland Library Service, put it on the Speak Up Sunderland podcast from April through to August. And they've been really lovely in allowing us to showcase that work as well. So really what I wanted to say, that's one thing we've got coming up. But if you know anybody or if you yourself have a memory of that building, whether it's like opening up your first bank account or even looking up at the architecture, or maybe you have a connection to like that crossroads area, then I want to hear from you and I want to record you. Please like share the word of that
1: if you can. There's the plug over. It's a stunning building as well, though, Jay, isn't it? It's a stunning building. It's one of those buildings, I think, that you know is there and you walk past every day. But when you stop and look up and look at it for five minutes, you realise just, just how brilliant that building is and how much work went into it as well. Yeah. I think that's the thing about Sunderland
2: for me. Like, you look down and everywhere just yeah. looks normal. But the moment you look up in some parts of Sunderland,
1: it's gorgeous. All this architecture that you just don't realise is there, and we should make the most of it while it's here because you don't know how long it's going to be there.
0: So if you want to be a part of the podcast, an elephant never forgets. Jay, Hello. Is your human? <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season to be jolly. Is Everybody in the Christmas spirit. Anyone? Or was it just me with sprouts on my head? Okay, who likes Christmas cracker jokes? Oh, oh God. God. Right, okay, I have in this tin, seasonal Christmas jokes. These are absolutely terrible. <laughs> Slash They're in a tin, buddy. Brilliant. The best three pound I've ever spent. And I am well, going like to it money, with you it? guys. So I'm going to do one, then I'm going to pass the tin around. Whoever would like to <laughs> have a Christmas joke and have a bit laugh and crack on, by all means. Right. Why does Father Christmas go down the chimney on Christmas Eve?
2: Because he can't go down on his wife.
0: No, no.
1: And the gasps yeah. and shocks. Wow, in the that's audience. normally
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like the, norm? the M&S answer? Why does Father Christmas go down the chimney on Christmas Eve? Because it suits him. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> shall, shall I try and raise it out of the gutter?
0: It's not gutter. That was <laughs> well. To a chimney. You know. But yeah.
1: What do you call a deer with one bad eye? No. Bad idea, Bad idea. <laughs> Close, I like the answer though
0: <laughs>
1: You're wondering if you have seen the right one now, aren't you? <laughs> Still no idea <laughs> Does anybody want one? Does, does anyone want us to
2: not do another Christmas joke?
0: I'll oh, be here, we're doing one
2: <laughs> Did Rudolph go to school?
0: I don't know, did Rudolph go to school, Bev? he was elf Oh, my God. No,
2: he was elf-taught.
0: Oh, no. I told you they were horrific.
2: I have spent four Christmases as a Christmas elf. <laughs> and the amount of elf jokes I had. Oh, it's against t- elf and safety.
0: <laughs>
2: what do you call a fairy who's never had a bath? What do you
0: call a fairy who's never had a bath? Jay. <laughs> Sing a bell. Aww. Right, I'm going to do one more. Oh, Jay, do you want to do one? Oh, yeah, gosh. You okay. do one, Jade. You've got a fabulous voice, so you can actually make this sound Shall I do good. it in my sexiest okay, we'll be... m and voice? Yeah. Okay.
1: Do you do it in your BBC voice?
0: Okay, that's not good. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: what? can't be racist if it's from m and
0: There you go. That oh, one's no. PC.
1: <clears throat>
2: what is the best Christmas present in the world? <laughs> what? What is the best Christmas present in the world? Is that an echo? A broken drum. You can't beat it. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) And that was chosen. I loved Ken's reaction. He actually enjoyed that.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Happy days.
2: Betty wouldn't let me not put something Christmas in today's schedule.
1: Oh no. Oh no. Near mine.
0: These are Stevie's bells.
1: Bells deep. Yeah, actually. It's what my wife uses when she needs uh, the the dishes washing. I had to go to that one quickly, didn't
0: I? Yeah, you really did. I was going to say, favourite Christmas memory there, Steve?
1: Favourite Christmas memory? Yes, I was actually talking about this to my wife last night. If you're putting the Christmas decorations up, you have to have Christmas carols in the background or Christmas songs. As we were doing it, my favourite song is Greg Lake, I Believe in Father Christmas. And the reason I remember that one is... While that song was playing, I was seven at the time and I was actually lying on that windowsill in my bedroom looking up at the sky, trying to wait actually waiting for Santa Claus to come past.
0: Oh, what a cutie pie.
1: And I actually woke up on the windowsill the next morning.
0: Oh like
1: It's like a line of the windowsill on my face like. That's so sweet.
0: That is very cute.
1: And I was gutted because I actually thought I saw him. It was like a twinkle of a star or something.
0: Oh bless you.
1: <laughs> what about yours? What about yours? What
0: Christmas my favourite memory? Christmas yeah. memory. When I got my first job as a paper girl, I got paid £21 a month, a month, sorry, a week. And I saved all of my wages up for two months to buy my mum Circus to Soleil tickets. I got these tickets, I got two tickets, they were expensive, but it took us a while and I put them in like, you know like the Russian doll things where you put them in a box, in a box, in a box, in a box, in a box. Well, I got like four boxes and put them all in. And then when I gave it to her, she was like, what on earth? And she took all them out. And then when she saw the tickets, she cried. Aww. And I was like, oh, it was so worth it—the frostbite <laughs> and everything. It was so good. <laughs> frostbite. It was. It was all weather's paper. Paper like, paper humans have it tough, you know. Ah, I remember. <laughs> Has anybody right got any right? nice Christmas memories? Oh, Hester's Hester's, nice. Hester's a beeping.
2: When I was about four, my mum made all the decorations. She made all the Christmas decorations, and I came in the room. She'd stuck things on the ceiling. There were like stars and all the decorations hanging down. It was like fairyland. And I went, oh! Because it just happened, it seemed to happen overnight. Like real magic. And I was really excited. And I'd also had a sack of
0: presents she'd put in a pillowcase. And I went, he's been! (laughs) And and then emptied all my presents on the floor and then looked at them all and put them all back, and went back to bed. (laughs) So that was a really, really nice memory. Oh, that's lovely. Anybody else got some lovely... Go on then.
2: Deborah Taylor Smith.
0: So I've got loads of really
1: fantastic
0: Christmas memories, not from my childhood, but from my children's childhood. Me
2: third born, because I have four, Charlie, constantly he was saying he was only a toddler and he kept saying, I was like, What do you want of Santa? And he said poo. <laughs> and that's his favourite word at the time was poo. So he kept on saying poo all the time. So um anyway, Santa brought him some joke shop poo and he stuck in his stocking, and he was at his face was like <gasps> They said, well, that's what you asked for, poo? But that was a really good memory, I thought it was quite a good memory. But he did get other stuff after that, right? It was just a joke. Um, but I found it really hilarious that he actually thought it was great because Santa had listened to him and brought him this poo, but he was also shocked because he wanted other stuff as well.
0: Oh, that's anyway, so that's it. cute. Like...
2: Luckily, it wasn't real poo. Oh, no, it wasn't real. It was definitely plastic. I was it was not like... like,
0: authentic? <laughs> quite,
2: quite, quite realistic. It didn't
0: smell, though.
1: It's <laughs> organic... Oh no, no Phil, right at the back So I don't have any kids Obviously because I look like a thumb And uh, <laughs> Nobody wants to go anywhere near me uh, So th- The whole thing is that I'm an, I'm an uncle So I try to be the coolest uncle I can be I try to buy Kids The most annoying presents for parents hmm. Every year I like that So If if anybody anybody, Everybody will have a brother or a sister or a cousin That does this for your kids Like I am that person in, in my family. So one year I bought my eight-year-old niece a chemistry set and apparently they can't get the blue off the walls that has made from the chemistry set now. I never got to see the end of this joke, but I'm really happy that I started it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. To be fair, I, I nearly ruined Christmas once. I can believe that. Um, <laughs> Can you remember when michael buble first ever did his christmas show on the tv i love michael buble who doesn't love michael buble he's gorgeous and he sounds fabulous i was hoovering. my went, bethany will you hoover please the place is a mess so i was like right okay and then michael buble was on and you know when you're just like like this and you're like not concentrating and then just going for it then i suddenly saw like from a peripheral vision right here like the tree was getting closer to us and i'm thinking huh but Michael Bublé was on, so I was just like, oh, okay, and just kept going. And then, like, I kind of got, like, knocked out by the Christmas tree because what I'd done was just miscellaneously doing this with the Hoover, I'd sucked up the Christmas lights <laughs> on the tree. <laughs> so I was just away with the fairies. The tree was getting closer and closer and closer and closer. Smack! And then Lexi, you know, I was on the floor. Tree was on the floor. The Dyson had Christmas lights wrapped around its roller. <laughs> and my mum just came in and just went, oh, my God. And I ran to my auntie's house because it was a brand new Dyson. And I knew I would broke it. And I just thought I was going to get wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Bublé on the TV is banned. <laughs> and also, I don't hoover in December. It's great.
1: <laughs> Only you could do that. Have
0: you got any funny memories?
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> um,
0: Love how you laugh.
1: There was one Christmas where, and this shows how old I am. I asked for a Space Invaders handheld Space Invaders game.
0: I wouldn't get that money. And phone I now.
1: knew I was getting it because my dad's like terrible at secrets and stuff like that. Oh, so, dad, I really want one of these. He just, he just winked and went, "Don't worry." Anyway, I felt through the presents as you do on Christmas Eve. Mum and dad was in bed. I opened this one to see what it was, and it was the Space Invaders. I actually took it out carefully. You know, like what you do with sweets, and you try and put the sweet wrapper back together. So I left the wrapper open, took the box out, put the batteries in, played it for three hours, put it back in the box, wrapped it <laughs> back up again, and put it back under the tray. You <laughs> cheeky man! Boy. And I still, the next morning when he opened it, I went, "Yes, it's a space invaders." Oh! That must mean you're a really good actor to this day. Mm. I told my mum ten years later. She says, "I knew you did it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> we knew. It's fine. Santa knows. Santa knows
1: She used to say Santa's watching you If the lights come on On the alarm in the corner Then Santa's watching you
0: That's so good I'm totally mentally Banking that <laughs> yes. Deb you should do that As well If you've got you that look, you If go. the little red lights Come on Santa's watching I Merry Christmas, Jay.
1: Merry Christmas, Stevie. And a Happy New Year. Oh, just leave
0: me <laughs> out. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was talking to me. You weren't talking to me.
1: Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, taught some
0: mosh.
1: Woo! <laughs> <laughs>